What would you do if your family was going through a trial that seems like it would never end? Welcome to Helpers of Joy, a weekly program telling real stories from Christian ladies to help bring joy to your life. Today, my friend Elaine takes the trial the Lord has allowed in her life and shares some valuable lessons with us. This is Amy Sapp. Welcome to the Helpers of Joy radio broadcast. I want to introduce you to Elaine Kagan. Elaine serves the Lord with her husband, Pastor Charles Kagan, at Grace Baptist Church in Harrisonville, Missouri. I love Mrs. Kagan. I got to be at a ladies' conference in Branson, Missouri, a couple of years ago that she was also at, and I will just say she makes me smile. The title of today's program is called, Are You Safe? or Do You Feel Safe? Written by Elaine, and I want to share it with you today. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 10, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. Several years ago, Elaine's husband preached a message concerning the name of the Lord. He explained that the phrase, the name of, was a way of saying the character of, or what that person is known for. It was not simply using that person's name, but rather knowing that person's character. This was eye-opening for her, and it transformed her life by enabling her to repent of living a life filled with worry. Do you know the character or characteristics of God? Who is he anyway? Then her next question is, do you just know that in your head, or do you truly believe that with all your heart? It is only when you believe it with all your heart that you will feel truly safe. If we have been a student of God's Word for very long, we come to know that God is all-powerful, all-knowing, all-wise, in charge, good, loving, and just. You could easily add some other characteristics to this list. Now back to the theme verse. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. What does that mean in practical terms? Elaine will explain by means of her own personal experience. The year 2002 was the beginning of a huge trial in the life of their family, and that trial has not been fully ended yet. This trial challenged the very foundation of her faith. She is so thankful she had already come to know that to turn away from following close to Jesus would mean certain destruction in her life. Therefore, that was not an option. She often thinks of the scripture in John chapter 6, verses 66 through 69. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Then said Jesus unto the twelve, Will ye also go away? Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life, and we believe and are sure that thou art that Christ, the Son of the living God. When life gets tough and it seems that God is not doing anything, will we still believe that he is who He says he is. If so, we will not turn away 
and we will realize that there is nothing else to turn to. He is the only one who is truth. The only other things to turn to would be self or human reasoning, which are both destructive at best. Elaine was taught in her youth not to bail out in a valley. Do not undo in the valley what God told you on a mountaintop. Sometimes it can seem as if God is silent or hiding. This reminds her of something Job said, Behold, I go forward, but he is not there, and backward, but I cannot perceive him. On the left hand, where he doth work, but I cannot behold him. He hideth himself on the right hand, that I cannot see him, but he knoweth the way that I take. When he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. That's found in Job chapter 23, verses 8 through 10. Job verbalized the fact that he could not see God working in his behalf, nor could he perceive his presence, but he knew that God knew and was truly in charge and would make things come out good as gold. The key to feeling safe throughout your trial is to remember who God is and verbalize it. She had a meeting with God one day in the midst of the hottest part of their big trial of life. She needed to get peace in her inner soul. Her heart hurt so badly, and it seemed that God was doing nothing to fix the situation. As she was talking to God, she began to verbalize that she knew God was good, that God was in charge, that God loves her and her kids even more than she could ever love them that God would do the right thing, that God knows every hair on their heads and he cares. She then stopped to ask herself, do you believe that just in your head or do you believe that with all of your heart? She thought for a few seconds and answered, of course I do believe this with all of my heart. The next question came, then why do you worry? She realized for the first time ever that when she worries, she is actually practicing unbelief. Unbelief is most offensive to God, for he has never done anything to deserve to be doubted. He loves us so much that he died for our sins, rose again, and offers eternal life freely. A God who does that is a God that can be and should be trusted no matter what. Elaine wept, as she confessed the wicked sin of unbelief that was being demonstrated in her life by the way she would worry. She chose right then and there to declare war on that sin and practice living a life of fully trusting by verbalizing who God is and the fact that she believes that he is who he says he is. Since that day, Elaine is blessed to be worry-free she still begins to worry for just a minute, but immediately repents and focuses on who God is, not just information in her head, but rather truth in her heart of hearts. By the time she verbalizes, God, I believe that you are good. I believe you are in charge. I believe you do all things well. I believe you love me. I believe you know all things. I believe you will do what is right. 
the ability to fully release concerns to God is accomplished. She feels safe. She feels that her loved ones are safe in his care. She can truly rest and have complete peace. Just add another note. She is at peace when she releases the results over to God, to a God who does all things well, to a God who loves her, to a God who is just and true, to a God who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. Why should we not want everything to go his way rather than our way? We do not know what is best. We do not know the future. We do not have a perfect agenda. Running into the name of the Lord is like running into a strong tower where you are truly safe. Another favorite verse as the result of this long trial is Nahum chapter 1, verse 7. The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble, and he knoweth them that trust in him. God is honored as he should be when we trust him. He is dishonored when we do not, when we worry and we fret. The Bible says in Revelation chapter 4, verse 11, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. We belong to him, and he should have the right to do with us as he pleases. The cherry on top is that he loves us, and he is good. Trust and obey, for there is no other way to be happy in Jesus. Stay safe in the strong tower of the name of the Lord. Practice moving the information you know from your head into your heart and enjoy the peace that passeth understanding. Surrender all results over to God Almighty who loves you more than you can ever imagine. Thank you, Elaine. Wow, as I was going through this devotion, it really hit home. Let's choose the worry-free life. This is Amy Sapp, helping you help others have joy. You can get more encouragement and read more stories from Amy Sapp and the Helpers of Joy by joining the Helpers of Joy 2 Corinthians 124 Facebook group. Helping others help others have joy. Join the movement.